This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime, from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Three of Hollywood's biggest stars boarded a boat one November night in 1981, but only two came back. The mystery surrounding the circumstances of that night has put the talents and credentials of the stars on the back burner as over 40 years later, questions still need to be answered over what happened that night off Catalina Island. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Elise. On today's episode of Hollywood Homicides, we dive into the mysterious drowning of Natalie Wood. But first, a word from our sponsor. Before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. There are a few Hollywood mysteries more enduring and heartbreaking than the tragic death of actress Natalie Wood. In the early morning hours of November 29th, 1981, the lifeless body of the big screen icon was found floating off the shore of Catalina Island, a mile away from her husband's yacht Splendor. Wearing nothing but a nightgown, wool socks, and a down jacket, Natalie had drowned, and the circumstances surrounding her death, as well as her husband's involvement in it, remain cloaked in mystery to this day. Natalie decided to spend the 1981 Thanksgiving weekend with a trip to Catalina Island together with her husband, fellow actor Robert Wagner, aboard his 55-foot yacht. The couple was joined by Wood's Brainstorm co-star Christopher Walken and the ship's captain Dennis Stavern. Wood and Walken were in the process of filming the sci-fi film, which is probably why he was invited to the trip. On November 28th, the foursome enjoyed a champagne-filled afternoon and dinner at Doug's Harbor Reef, a restaurant in Canalina. Before going back to the hut in the evening, the night manager at the restaurant later recalled that all four looked too intoxicated, and he was worried they might not board the boats safely from their dinghy. He even asked Harbor Patrol to accompany the group to their yacht, which happened around 10.30 p.m. Maybe half an hour later, at around 11.05 p.m., after everyone had made it safely to the Splendor, the men realized that Natalie and the dinghy were both missing. For some unknown reason, they notified the Coast Guard of Wood's disappearance nearly four hours later, at 3.30 a.m. This part of the timeline has been particularly interest to police in both Wagner and Davern's recollection of events has changed over the years. At 8 a.m. on the morning of November 29th, the Coast Guard found Natalie's body about a mile south of the yacht near Blue Cavern Point. 
The dinghy was reportedly not far from where they found her. Dr. Joseph Choi was the deputy medical examiner who performed the autopsy. The results showed that Natalie had a blood alcohol content 0.14% at the time of her death. There were bruises on her left cheek, arms, and legs, which the examiner considered to be consistent with a fall overboard while the actress was presumably trying to board the dinghy. After a two-week investigation, Dr. Choi ruled the death an accident, stating that Natalie had been drinking prior to her disappearance and may have slipped and drowned while trying to get in the dinghy. When asked by the police, Wagner told investigators that he and Walken had been engaged in political debate and Board Wood had decided to go to bed before him. It was when he went to bed later in the evening that he, re- he realized Natalie was gone. He assumed she may have taken the dinghy out in the water, as he claimed she had previously done. However, when she didn't return, he got worried. That, plus the coroner's conclusion, the case was quickly closed. And now, let's fast forward to 2011. Specifically, November 17, 2011. Exactly 30 years after her death, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department reopened Natalie's case in light of, quote, additional information received from unidentified sources. A day later, the yacht's captain, Dennis Stavern, appeared in an interview for NBC's Today Show and admitted that he had lied to the police when he was initially questioned about the night of Natalie's death. He claimed that it was actually Wagner who was responsible for the tragedy without clarifying how. According to him, and based on a March 2000 interview that he did for Vanity Fair, Wood and Walken had been flirting throughout the day, and Net Wagner was getting increasingly jealous. For dinner, when they got back to the Splendor, the two men got into a fight. Wagner allegedly even threw a wine bottle and yelled at Walken, saying, What are you trying to do? Fuck my wife? Dabbern said that's when Natalie left the room embarrassed by her husband's actions, and that Wagner followed her into her room. Husband and wife, as Stabbern remembered it, had an epic fight. Natalie was never seen again. The captain also remembered hearing the dinghy being untied and that Wagner was sweating profusely when he returned. Walken had already gone to bed, and so Wagner and Dabbern stayed up for a few more drinks. At around 1.30 a.m., the actor said he will go check on his wife. When he returned, he notified Dabbern that Natalie was missing. Naturally, the captain suggested turning on the searchlights to see if they can locate her and the dinghy. But, Dabbard said, Wagner didn't allow him to. Dabbard was left with the feeling that Wagner wasn't very keen on trying to find his wife. After further investigation, the coroners officially changed Natalie's death certificate from accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors. Months later, the L.A. coroner's office released a 10-page addendum to the autopsy stating that some of Natalie's bruises may have been inflicted before she got into the water. If you're curious about Walken's version of events, don't be. He hired a lawyer once the case was reopened, collaborated with authorities, and was cleared of all suspicion. He even broke his silence in a 1997 interview for Playboy magazine. The actress said that he believes Natalie must have slipped given the logistics of the boat, the rain, and the darkness of the night. What happened that night, he said, is something only Natalie can know because she was alone out there. Then, in 2018, Wagner became a person of interest. In February 2018, the L.A. County Sheriff's Department gave a press conference where investigators told reporters that Robert Wagner, then 88 at the time, was now a person of interest in Natalie Wood's case. 
Lieutenant John Karina shared with the press that investigators no longer believed the theory that Natalie would try to go into town in her nightgown at midnight by herself while it's raining outside. There's no visibility, and the waters were pretty rough. Another detective, Ralph Hernandez, gave an interview for CBS News and said that even though the police hadn't been able to prove Natalie was killed, they also haven't been able to prove her death was an accident either. The ultimate problem, he said, was that investigators couldn't determine how she ended up in the water. Hernandez also said that upon reviewing her autopsy reports, Natalie looked like the victim of an assault. He reported that Wagner was no longer interested in talking to the police about his wife's death. Wagner continuously claimed his innocence throughout the investigation. In the 1986 book Heart to Heart with Robert Wagner, the actor offered his theory on the accidental death of his wife. He believed that she tried to tighten the dinghy as it was banging against the yacht and preventing it, her from falling asleep. He theorized that Natalie must have slipped and fallen into the water, thus hitting her head while trying to tighten the line. Interestingly enough, this isn't what Wagner initially told police. He admitted to arguing with his wife on the night of her disappearance about Natalie spending a lot of time away from the family working. That's just one of the many inconsistencies in his story throughout the years. Keep in mind that Wood and Wagner were on their second marriage to each other. Yes, to each other. They first married in 1957 when Natalie was just 19 years old. That marriage lasted just four years and they formally divorced in 1962. A decade and several relationships with other people later, they married again. It was widely believed that their second marriage was one of the most solid in Hollywood. That Natalie was a caring and loving wife and mother. After the initial investigation concluded that Natalie's death was accidental drowning because she either wanted to take the dinghy out into the waters or slipped while trying to tighten the line, many people who were close to her disagreed. When she was a little girl, a fortune teller told her mother that Natalie will die in dark waters. After a series of water-related accidents as a child, one of which resulted in a broken wrist and near drowning, Natalie became terrified of water. That's why the theory that she willingly decided to take the dinghy in the cold, rough waters or get anywhere near it alone seems unlikely. Walken himself said that Natalie had shared her fear of water with him that she couldn't swim. Directors even had to cut a swimming scene from their joint film Brainstorm because of that. The child star from the Christmas classic Miracle on 34th Street grew into a woman everyone loved on and off screen. And in a way, her co-star, Christopher Walken, is right. Only she knows what really happened to her in the wee hours of November 29, 1981. The investigation is still open, but many of the leads have gone cold. Who knows if we'll ever know what happened to Natalie Wood. What do you guys think? Was it an accident? Or do you lean on the husband-did-it theory? I'd love to know your thoughts as this case has been on my mind for a long time. So give us your, co uh, your thoughts in the comments section below. Do you have any other theories that might explain her death? Let us know. Of course, give us a thumbs up if you like our videos. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And of course, if you want to support the channel, head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash PCNS and you could buy us a coffee and help support the channel grow even more. Your money goes towards uh, hiring more hosts and actually being able to pay them. Uh, expanding our channel, growing our network, and hopefully taking this show on the road. 
So as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps.